and welcome everyone to Southeast Iowa Union Sports Talk for April 25th, 2023. I am your host, co-host, Andy Kretzinger, my other co-host, Hunter Mulk, rocking the Hawkeye stuff like I am. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of looking like you today. I usually wear the hoodie in. Yeah, I know. But uh, I had to go hoodie today. I'm actually wearing a bear shirt underneath this. I was going to say... Unlike a certain somebody in Green Bay, we uh, yeah we show up where we're supposed to be, and we'll never leave you guys. All I gotta say is you guys better be beat the pack this year because if you don't, then it's gonna be real bad. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> if we don't, then I'll just uh, the narrative will just be that Aaron Rodgers is never that good. So I win the narrative no matter what. Uh, Nikki oh, Brackets, uh, Nick Steffens, who we still have to get a championship belt for. Oh wait, I, did I mention last week that they had a wrestling thing in a tumble that we could just go? We need to just go win one, just go win a belt yeah, and then give it to Nick. Yeah, that's right. That's more for, I'm pretty sure I talked about that last week. Uh, we're all here getting ready to talk some high school spring sports, a little bit of college as well. Um, if you're watching this year on uh, Washington Live, Fairfield Live, or Mount Pleasant's Facebook, on Washington Live's YouTube or Spotify, or you are just tuned in right on our Twitter page because we post the YouTube link uh, at Union Sports page. And uh, yeah, we're going to start with a little soccer again today. What do you think about that, Hunter? Yeah, it was you know been a been a busy uh, you know couple of weeks here of uh, soccer as the season continues to do, uh, kind of truck along and you know once again had some teams in action last night. Yeah, for sure. And I uh, um, one of my favorite. I'm in a little mourning today because one of my favorite stats uh, to throw out there about this uh, Mount Pleasant okay, Washington going. girls yeah soccer uh, ri- uh, rivalry is no more after. Okay. Seven straight overtime games uh, between Mount Pleasant and Washington, dating all the way back to uh, the last time uh, before yesterday that they uh, ended in regulation was 2018, May 10th, 2018. That's so crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> um, four, four years of overtime games came to an end yesterday. Mount Pleasant 3-0 to zero over Washington and girls soccer. That was on Mount Pleasant's uh, senior night. And... Um, Lone senior Ellie Manning scored uh, two goals last night, and after the game, she said, "Oh, I should have. Dang it, I should have. Uh, we could have shoehorned that into the new studio if I would have thought about that yesterday. I should have sent it to the clip to Nikki." But she mentioned that, uh, you know, four years. So every single time she's ever played Washington in soccer until yesterday uh, was a uh, was an overtime game. So um, as I said, Ellie Manning two goals last night. Uh, Haley Parrott had a, a goal for Mount Pleasant, and it would look a little different. Um, Mount Pleasant uh, had a little bit of a, a step up on Washington, um, which was different than the first game, of course, went to Washington and penalty kicks. First game was back and forth. Uh, every, every game has been back and forth, and so it's the first time in a while that one team was able to, to outshoot the other. Um, uh, Eli Heaton just had to make one save and goal last night uh, for the Panthers. Um, Allie uh, Medley had to make a few for Washington. We had a couple of big ones. And um, in fact, um, uh, Ellie could have had a, a hat trick, but uh, a deflected uh, ball off of the uh, the wall and a direct kick. Uh, Medley made a really good save on. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, it was uh, Washington's a little, struggling a little bit to score goals, um, which um, the SEC girls slate kind of some low scoring games lately. Yeah, I've noticed. So, um, so that's it, by the way, in that seven overtime game series. It was Washington uh, won four of those. Uh, Mount Pleasant uh, had won three, but um, we're back into the, the, it's over. We're back into the regulation streak. Yeah. We'll see how long the regular, you still have the regulation streak can hit seven. Yeah, maybe we'll be back at, <laughs> we'll be back at OT next time. Huh? Yeah, maybe. So uh, I haven't seen the, um, 
I guess the brackets, I guess that Washington's probably a, no, I guess it's three classes. So Washington and Mount Pleasant could play mm. again later, but um, yeah. And then on the boys side, you got, you got a little boys report for us. It looks like another uh, demon W on the boys side. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the, the result was flipped for, uh, for the, um, the squads in this one. Um, obviously, you know, we've, we've talked about Washington kind of being in that upper echelon of, you know, teams in the SEC right now, along with, you know, the four Madisons and obviously mm-hmm. uh, Burlington as well. Um, <clears throat> the first time Mount Pleasant and Washington met, it was a 5-0 victory for the Demons. This uh, this time, pretty much much the same 5-1 victory for Washington in this one. Um, uh, you know, really, the, the Demons, you know, accompanied some great offensive uh, attack with some uh, great defense, which is what they've been, you know, good at all season long. Um, you know, the demons I got on the board from an Edwin Cortez goals. Um, a name we've called a lot for Washington this season is Emmanuel Raimundo. Mm-hmm. He's pretty much all over in this game. Uh, he assisted Cortez's first goal. Um, six minutes later, uh, Raimundo hit, uh, Freddie Aguilar for a goal. Um, and at, you know, after the first half, it was two Oh, just two Oh for, uh, for the demons. I'm um, in the second, uh, Mount Pleasant was able to get a goal. Um, off a of pass from a couple a couple freshmen doing a little one two one two game. Uh, Noah Lang hit Jackson Newman for uh, for what would be the Mount Pleasant's lone goal, <clears throat> and then you know Washington just kind of kept piling it on. Mm-hmm. Lane Schrock got a goal, uh, another assist by Raimundo on that one, and then uh, Raymond, Raimundo ended the game with uh, a pair of goals himself. Um, one uh, assisted by Will Gilchrist Brock. Um, and then, um, so you now that kind of ended the game five one. Just just uh, you know the demons being a little too much for the Panthers in this one. Yeah. <clears throat> For Washington, Gilchrist, Gilchrist Brock finished with five saves in goal. Uh, Rudy Ruiz Mata uh, had nine saves uh, for Mount Pleasant. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Washington moves to six and one on the season. Uh, Mount Pleasant drops to three and five. And uh, looking ahead, Washington will head to Fort Madison. Uh, you know, obviously Fort Madison's rated number three. They're nine and zero. Last time the two met, it was just a one zero game. Um, and then Mount Pleasant's going to take on Keokuk. They're two and six right now. Uh, double check. I believe that's one of Mount Pleasant's three wins there. So good opportunity for uh, Mount Pleasant to get back uh, get back on track there in the winning column. For sure. I think uh, Mount Pleasant might have lost that game earlier this year. Really? I think it was one that we expected them to win uh, against Keokuk, but I believe um, they lose that one in overtime. Um, they lost that one three to two. So that'll be a good... Uh, That'll be a good game to see opportunity, though, where they are. Uh, you know, get back on track. Yeah, it is. That, that'll be a good one to see where they are compared to, you know, they've, they've um, obviously just uh, played a Washington a little bit closer the second time around. Um, that's the the beginning of the uh, of the um, second slate through for Mount Pleasant. And um, fair, uh, uh, Washington, uh, conference championship-wise, they need this thing against Fort Madison because yeah. Washington and Burlington are both two games back right now of Fort Madison. So Bloodhounds closing in on um the conference championship and you had the uh, stories on uh, the fairfield fort yeah. madison games and uh, the boys one surprised me a little bit uh w- with how well uh, fort madison was able to handle that one yeah and you know uh fort madison kind of on both sides right now on the girl side burlington you know washington are right there with them yep on the on the uh boys side right now kind of fort madison's kind of running running away with it right now obviously washington can get make a huge you know, has huge implications if they pick up a win on that one mm-hmm. um, on Thursday. But uh, for Fairfield last night, tough, uh, tough outs on uh, both sides. Um, Fort Madison downed um, uh, the Trojans 6-0 in the boys game. Obviously, Fairfield had been playing some good balls. Yeah, late. really good. Really Back-to-back good wins coming into this one. Uh, you know, Fairfield girls still struggling. Uh, you know, younger team still looking for their first win, 0-8 uh, after a 10-0 loss to Fort Madison. Um, you know, the boys tried to hang on. Uh, for as long as uh, as they could, the Panther boys obviously mentioned Fort Madison rated number three, I believe. In I think they're one A, right? Are they, how and they consider no, and three uh, A, three A. Yeah, yeah. They do are still in three A, for that. 3A. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, uh, for Madison on the score, four goals in the opening half. Um, obviously finished with uh, with the two in the second half there mm-hmm. for the six zero uh, loss. So um, just a tough tough uh, out for the Trojans against a good good uh, uh, Burlington or Burlington for Madison team. squad. Mm-hmm. Um, and for or Fairfield will uh, get a chance to get back on track against Burlington. Burlington five and three on Thursday, and that was a great game the first time around. Yeah, a one goal loss for. Uh, Fairfield. I was there in that game. That would be a big one for them too. Uh, that was probably one they really want because uh, they look like they could tie it up um, earlier this year, mm-hmm. uh, right at the end, and they just kind of ran out of time against B Town. Right, and then on the girls' side, uh, really it was just you know uh, Fair the Fairfield's kind of potent attack being just too much for. Uh, for uh, yeah, for Madison for Fairfield, yeah, I keep messing up that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're they're F's. <laughs> uh, but uh, um, Fort Madison braided Fairfield with uh, thirty-one shots in the game, eighteen Oof. of which were on target. Um, <clears throat> they scored seven goals in the first half, um, and then obviously tacked on three more in that in that second period to end the game uh, prematurely at ten and zero, at ten zero there. So. As I mentioned, Fairfield sitting at zero and eight. Um, they're going to take on Burlington, five who's five and two uh, right now. So, uh, for Fairfield right now, just trying to you know just Im- improve and kind of you know I guess just kind of improve every game and just kind of bring those scores a little bit a little bit lower and uh, try you know try to get some points on the board there. Yeah, for sure. Well, and you um, so on the girls' side now it's four Madison six and zero uh, or sorry. Burlington six and zero for Madison five and one, and then uh, Mount Pleasant Washington both just kind of hanging on there three and three, so they both have a, a mathematical chance, but um, we'll need a lot to uh, to uh, change. Um, we mentioned the rankings. I was about to put the rankings in the paper because I think I said on the show last week, it's like, oh, the next rankings come out. We want to make sure they get in the newspaper because we missed the last one. Uh, but uh, we're out. Southeast Side Union is out of yep. the uh, rankings. So. Wa- Hillcrest Academy and Washington both yeah dropped both out both dropped out for now. I mean, Washington just got another win, so. Uh, we'll see what what um, has to happen for them. Uh, Hillcrest had, had only played a few games yeah. uh, early in the year, but um, so yeah, I think you're going to see some soccer tonight, right? A little, little Mid Prairie and Highland. A little Mid Prairie and Highland. We don't get out to the small school games yeah. as much as we'd like to because of all the stuff that yeah, we're at. So many big schools. Um, so I'm glad that we'll be able to see those guys. And Highland's looking for their first win in that one tonight. And then uh, Mid Prairie four and four. Mid Prairie's playing a little hotter than they were at the beginning of the season. So we'll see how that works out. Um, and that's all uh, we got for the, the uh, your soccer report. We've got uh, a lot coming up after this op coming up, a lot coming up. Big track week after this break. Yeah, we got a big track meet. We're going to talk about the uh, Southeast Conference Golf uh, Championship regular yeah. season. Regular season. season. Yep. Uh, got wrapped up uh, this week, and so we got two and a half minutes. So stick in there, and uh, we'll see you soon. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. 
We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Tammy takes the time and has the personal interest in each one of us. I don't worry about what's going to happen because I know my policy is taken care of. She pulls what I need and puts it together, which is the program I get from her. Every year she calls around September or so and says, there's changes again, and I'm gonna do the best thing for you. It's been perfect. She does a great job. At Five Star Community Credit Union, we want to help you lead a better life. We offer competitive rates and convenient appointment times for all kinds of loans. Auto, recreational vehicles, home equity line of credit, holiday and personal loans. We make it easy to build your credit and enjoy the good things in life. We invite you to join Five Star Community Credit Union. We are community minded and member focused. Come visit our locations in West Burlington and Mount Pleasant or online at fivestarcu.org. Federally insured through the NCUA. Equal housing lender. Five star. Hello and welcome back to uh, to <laughs> Five Star Community, <laughs> Community Credit Bank. No, to uh, Southeast Iowa Union Sports oh, Talk. I was watching our own show and I got a little uh, confused. Um, you are uh, watching us live or on tape record on uh, Washington Live's um, YouTube and Spotify, Washington Live, Fairfield Live, and uh, Mount Pleasant Live's uh, Facebook. Sometimes I bring up our show on my computer and watch it as we go, but it's a little delayed, and then I distract myself, especially when the camera's on you guys, and I really get distracted. But, uh, <laughs> um, oh, I had a surprise. This has nothing to do with sports talk, but I got a notification right before I came over here mm -hmm. that it was time to be real. So you guys want to be real with me? Let's see it. Let's hear it. Yeah, I got be real now, so I have to take it. It's a late one. But I only have one friend on this thing. But this is how this is how you really get uh, in with the uh, the kids. This is how we get the demographic, the younger demographic right here. You take the picture. You're on Be Real. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna add each other after this. Oh my goodness. How do you better get Be Real before? I don't even know what ends. you're talking about, to be honest. It's uh, it's like an app that uh, it's for younger people than myself that uh, it just tells you when to take a picture uh, during the day and then you, you have what? to be real. You got two minutes to do it on time, but I did it late today for you guys. So you're welcome. Um, anyway, we are talking a little spring sports and we have a little bit of golf to talk about. Um, and uh, of course, Andy, did you pull up your uh, golf sheet that you were supposed to uh, read off of? Uh -oh. No, uh, but I'll uh, do a little talking as I do that. So the Southeast uh, Conference um, golf slate was um, finished off kind of yesterday. So they do it in a regular season yep. deal. Uh, they just started like last year, maybe where instead of um, just waiting for the conference to have all the conference teams come and play, they all travel around to each um place in the southeast conference that doesn't uh, include burlington for uh boys wise because yep. they're in uh fall but um so what they do is they play at each course and then they have kind of a running tally this year they didn't need much of a running tally because uh, the washington demons 
uh, Hunter, are uh, the kings and queens of the Southeast Conference golf world, right? Um, So I'm going to get us started with... uh, (laughs) I need more out of you than the... Yep, there. No, here it is. I'm ready for it. Uh, I got the the boys' um, results here. They played in Fort Madison last night. Washington. Uh, now the Washington boys had um, won every uh, SEC regular season meet up until last night, so the team race wasn't exactly up in the air anymore. But the uh, perfect uh, regular season was up in the air, and uh, Washington by five strokes, one sixty three uh, for the Demons, and um, a little better than Fairfield's one sixty eight. Fairfield got second, and Mount Pleasant one eighty three for third. So a one two three finish for the uh, Union area Golden Triangle teams, whatever you want to uh, call them. Uh, Roman Roth uh, shot a 38 last night. He did end up as the first place overall golfer in the SEC regular season uh, when they tallied all of the uh, results together. And uh, Rajan Roth was uh, two strokes behind him, and uh, he's just a couple strokes behind him in the standings. They went one, two. Um, so that's a 38 for Roman and a 40 for uh, Rajan and uh, Drew Conrad, 41. Isaac Vetter, who was playing as the sixth man for um, Washington, gets that fourth score at 44. And then you got Tegmeyer at 46 and Luke Bean Blossom at 47 for the Demons. So they uh, um, finish off the sweep for Fairfield. Uh, Sam Wheaton shot a 40. Max Wheaton and Austin Lisk both shot a 41. So you see how close they are to those uh, top Washington golfers. Um, a little bit of a gap, not not too big of one, but um, now Christensen uh, shot a 40. No, sorry, Dev Eisner shot a 46. Um, Landon Nordriff shot a 47 and Al Christensen shot a 50. It's on a line here and my, my eyes are, are struggling to like <laughs> go like this and <laughs> to figure out who's, who shot what. Mount Pleasant uh, was led last night by Nate Dismang. Uh, usually uh, Nate, uh, Nick Matheny's at the top of that list, but Dismang uh, got his teammate yesterday. Uh, Dismang shot a 43 um, and we have Reese Kaufman 44 and Ben Mater and Nick Matheny both shot a 48 for those four scorers. And then Grant Willem uh, ended up at 59. Isaac Zillman, 66 for the Panthers. That was a mouthful. But um, basically, every single week we come on here and tell you that Washington got first, Fairfield got second, and Mount Pleasant got third. And guess what? When they tallied all of the uh, scores for the whole year, Washington got first, Fairfield got second, <laughs> and Mount Pleasant got third. There is a conference tournament later in Fort Madison. So it's not like they don't. It's not like this is it. They just wanted uh, a big reason they did this um, was because the all-conference team was just the top like six or seven right. in the conference tournament. And they're like, well, that's not fair. If you're playing good all year, you don't make all-conference because of one tournament. <laughs> right. So that's the reason they, they do this end because they can all you know hang out together for longer because everyone in the SEC is uh, buds. Good <laughs> yeah, good friends. <laughs> so how did the uh, girls one end up? Well, on the girls' side, uh, you know, similar to uh, you know your result there with the boys. Obviously, Washington has won every SEC conference uh, golf outing this season. Uh, much was the same in Burlington uh, last night. <clears throat> um, in the final SEC meet of the season, well, uh, oh, I guess should, I should say you know, besides the, the the conference you know title meet, but or the conference meet, uh, the Demons were uh, winners with a low of one sixty six. That was twenty three strokes less than runner up Keokuk uh, in that one. So uh, Fairfield followed with the fourth place finish. Um, shooting 193, and Mount Pleasant did not post a team score due to only having three golfers. Um, Demon's highest individual uh, on the day, McKenna Conrad, uh, once again, uh, you know, she's kind of led them all year. Yep. Caitlin uh, Long's jumped in there. Adam Long, I believe, uh, picked up uh, a nice one once, too. Uh, she shot a 39, uh, one stroke off the lead, uh, off a winner, I should say, there. 
Um, teammate Mallory Johnson with a real nice showing. Uh, just one shot behind. Uh, with the 40, Adeline Long, a 43, Kaylin Long Carter, a 44, and Macy Williams had 46, and Haley Mitchell shot a 48 for Washington. Uh, for Fairfield, uh, Viola Welsh, obviously, Trojans number one all season, uh, shot a 40 in the meet. Uh, that was good enough to tie for third. Um, Maya Tuhill shot a 47, Macy Rayburn and Sarah Kretz both ended up with 53, uh, Cape Teat totaled 54, and Maggie Rayburn had a 55 uh, for Mount Pleasant. Uh, number one, Kylie Walderbach, obviously uh, led with a 54. Um, Ashlyn Bunechamp had a 59, and Elena Holkamp sh- um, finished with the 60 in, in the meet. So, uh, you know, Washington sitting on top right now uh, has been all season. So, yep. uh, season's coming down. Um, you know, it's winding down pretty quick here. So, uh, you know, looking forward to the postseason and seeing what uh, the golfers can do. Yeah, um, I was going to say um, because because of the way they do it, Fairfield um, gets you know second or third a lot, and the girls. Um, races and they always uh, lose to Washington, who's uh, as usual a state championship contender this year. But um, Fairfield girls did uh, win the Mid Prairie uh, Golden Hawk invite um, earlier uh, last Thursday. So the uh, Trojan girls got a, a championship under their belt. That is one drawback. And Viola Walsh was the medalist. And Viola Walsh was the the medalist in that. So that's one drawback um, for the how they all play against each other. Is if there's one dominant team, then some of those teams that are also really good um, don't get there their wins their trophies and their medals and stuff so um had to shout out fairfield girls for winning that meet last week mm-hmm. and then um i forgot what we were talking about golf there we go yeah we all we already talked about because i already did mine yeah. i just noticed on our schedule by the way that i have on here that we were supposed we we're going to talk about track first yeah yeah I and then i once, saw that too but i was what, with you. <laughs> once i started being real <laughs> then i started being wrong because i uh i went to golf instead um i want to mention to follow us on Twitter and follow southeastiveunion.com this weekend because uh, we will I will be um, on Friday and Saturday anyway at uh, the Drake Relays. We'll have uh, photogs, photogs there on Thursday as well because we've got some early um, stuff going on at Drake. But um, we have um, a, a bunch of kids that could potentially um, win what we've got uh, qualifiers. I mean, Mount Pleasant's Will Davidson qualified in like three events. Three events, 100, 110. Hurdles, 400 hurdles. Um, Isaac Jarrell and shot or in the shot put. Yep. Also the Panthers four by one girls four by one Washington has a bunch. Braden Hartman, obviously uh, one of the favorites too, and or one of the top uh, yes. throwers um, shot put wise. Yes. And that'll be a Thursday thing. And he, he's, he's coming in with the second. He hasn't, he hasn't been throwing. Um, I think he's cleared 58 feet. He hasn't thrown that in the last few, few meets. Yeah. So maybe saving up for this uh, Drake relays, but he's, he's comes in second uh, of the qualifiers in that one. Elijah Morris, obviously fastest 400 time in the state. Yep. Um, boys four by one, Josh Anderson, the 400 meter wheelchair, um, Fairfield, Fairfield girls four by one, uh, new London, obviously uh, Bowden pickle in the four by or in the 100 and Kate Benjamin high jump defending one yep. AC champ there. And Kate, I believe was uh, <clears throat> his, his high this year is six, six seven. And I yeah. think, that there's been like one one or two six tens, but he's uh, I think tied for third in yeah. the state. So he, yeah. that's another one on Thursday. So those those ones, um, Hartman and Benjamin will be um, kicking mm-hmm. us off pretty quick. Yeah, and we got uh, WMU obviously Gabe Hemsworth in the four hundred hurdles, Camp Buffington long jump. Yep. Columbus boys Tristan Miller in the hundred ten hurdles and high jump. Obviously he was I believe fourth in one A last year. Uh-huh. Uh And then uh, Kate Amagon obviously uh, the one hundred. <clears throat> and they also qualified in the four by one, obviously. All, all those sprints. Yeah, four by one. One of the fastest four by ones in the state. Yep. Um, and yeah, Fairfield, uh, I said that, I believe. Yeah, we, yeah, we, I, yeah. we were reiterating the, yeah. the four by ones. Yeah, um, yeah and then uh, we've got uh, obviously Daniel Hostetler from Mid Prairie will be uh, one of the favorites in the 
well, one of the contenders in the um, distance event. She'll also be running on Thursday mm-hmm. is the 3000. Then she'll run the 1500. Yeah. So um, I want to get those Thursday things out of the way because as you guys, well, some people know we will, we'll be there on Thursday or we'll have results from Thursday, Friday and Saturday on Monday's paper because our Thursday night results don't go into Friday's right. paper because of the print schedule. So um, if you're looking for Drake Relay's results, you will be looking on Monday, well, or on the week over the weekend, we'll have right. it a little earlier. So I'm excited. I'm excited to go back up there. I'm going alone because you are going where, Hunter? The NFL draft. <laughs> the NFL draft in Kansas City. <laughs> so uh, I'm going. Oh, and then I was going to say before we went to commercial, um, before I go to Drake, I will also be covering um, this is bittersweet here. Iowa Wesleyan's last home athletic meet is on Thursday. Wow. They've got a softball doubleheader against Hannibal LaGrange University. Uh, w- weirdly enough, my alma mater, um, that starts at one. <clears throat> so, um, and then I, I, I was um, talking to uh, Slayton Swords at KLJ, the sports um, director there about how uh, the conference that Iowa Wesleyan plays in, technically Iowa Wesleyan's, you can make an argument they're in first place because they're four and zero undefeated in the conference, but they haven't played that many conference games. So I don't exactly know if they'll make the conference term or not to decide, you know, whether or not that's the end of the season or um, or whatnot. But home wise, uh, after however many years of, of Iowa State athletics, I'll be there to to see to help them lock the door on on wow. home events. It's kind of so. sad. That is very sad. Um, so we'll see if they can pick up a, a win or two. I watched them. And the CAC Classic, uh, they've been playing their best softball of the year, actually. Uh, yeah, Wesleyan they has really well. I saw them at the CAC Classic uh, pick up a couple <laughs> comeback wins over Crowley's Ridge. Uh, those are the only four games that they uh, took place in Mount Pleasant. They were actually able to get. So in the CAC, I've talked about this before, but it's it's teams from all over the country, and so they have to come all together in one area to play all the conference games, and they just do like three or four weekends. But a couple of them got rained out or whatever. Uh, and so then gives me conference games. So uh, Wesleyan was set to join the American Midwest Conference mm-hmm. um, next year. Um, obviously, we won't be doing that. But uh, Hannibal Grange, a member of the American Midwest Conference, so yeah. a lot of different uh, things in there. And, and uh, some things we'll be watching for Wesleyan. By the way, is where the coaches and stuff end up. Uh, Jordan Ashton, men's basketball coach, ended up at yeah. William Woods, an American Midwest Conference member. So it's kind of funny how that all worked out. But um, yeah, so I'll be at Drake this weekend. While Hunter's at the draft, <laughs> hopefully uh, <laughs> talking to uh, a couple of the draftees for our show, and then we'll just put it up here. I'll talk just take to, some uh, phone video. Yeah. I'm sure we have the rights. <laughs> yeah, it'll be all right. Yeah, it'll be all right. They're not going to come after us. No, they won't even know. No, they won't know. Um, until we blow up. Until we blow up because <laughs> we had all those awesome draft interviews. Just run on the, uh, whoever gets uh, first, just run up on the stage. And do your interview there. That'd be smart. Yeah, they'll probably let you in for the rest of it. Just make sure we get that <laughs> first pick. Uh, we're going to the commercial. And when we come back, we got a little bit of tennis. I was at some tennis last night. Yeah. Um, so stay tuned, tennis fans. We will be back in two and a half minutes.
Protection is important, especially when you're talking about your dreams, which is why we're going to keep you covered with plans that can save you up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto. That's protection. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. Bring the kids and share the memories from steam engines, antique cars and trucks, tractors, gas engines, and horses. Maybe your memories are of great food from the North Village to the Log Village. Or going to one of the amazing concerts. This is the place where memories are made. Make plans now to enjoy the history of the past at the 2023 Midwest Old Threshers Reunion, August 31st through September 4th in Mount Pleasant. Visit oldthreshers.com for more details. Unbelievable amount of devastation. I've never seen anything like it. We had a beautiful barn that was gone in 20 minutes. Farm Bureau stepped up right away and said, hey, we got you and we'll be there for you. We were taken care of. Now we could get on to repairing and rebuilding. I tell everybody about Farm Bureau. We're fortunate to say we have good coverage with good people doing it. Contact Farm Bureau agents Tony Starr and Mike Welcher in Mount Pleasant today. Oh no. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, sorry, I had a moment there where I realized that I X'd out our show on my on my uh, screen there i like to watch it i was watching us and i asked it out to look something else up for the next segment watching us while we're talking yeah that's why i got distracted earlier i was watching us while we're talking it fascinates me that we're a couple seconds that this is like uh, like one second behind what what real life is um what was i talking about oh you're watching sadly's union sports talk live and we something just we were bringing we were talking about something during the break that i wanted to bring up now i forgot Oh, oh, now I remember this has nothing to do with anything, but you said, so we were talking about Be Real, and my name on there is Real, Real Andy K. So back in the uh, old days of, of the Twitter.com, celebrities would put the word real in front of their names. That way people can oh, yeah. fake them out. And then they came up with the blue check mark system. And then did you guys see they basically purged all the blue check marks? The yeah, other and day. did you see Elon Musk paid for like some, like some. Yeah, some random people, didn't he? Like LeBron's and. Yeah, LeBron's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, like a handful of uh, celebrities. Got um, check marks, but Kobe. He bought Kobe. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that's what are you doing, Elon? Yeah. Uh, so uh, I mean, I guess. Well, you, I don't know. I guess he's just well deserved. I don't know how to react to that. That's a weird, yeah, it's... W- weird uh, amount of information to come through my brain for me to formulate <laughs> what I should say in response. <laughs> but uh, uh, anyway, so I shouldn't have brought up the blue check marks. Yeah. Why you got to bring up the blue check marks, Andy? We're supposed to be talking about high school tennis. And then, uh, you know what happens is we talk during the commercial break about just random stuff. And I forget what I'm supposed to be doing for, uh, um, I was like, oh, man. oh, I don't have my tennis thing, uh, uh, pulled up. You want me to go through, uh, mine? Yeah, go, you go, you go fast. You got to see Maharishi. what did you think of, uh, Maharishi last week? They're looking real good. Yeah. Especially Cause the girls, uh, you know, they're undefeated. Um, you know, they stay perfect. I mean, they're five and oh now, uh-huh. uh, they took on Fairfield, obviously a little battle of, uh, yeah, I guess you got battle of Fairfield. battle of Fairfield. My, my what, story is, is there a nickname for Fairfield? Like Kia Cucks, the gate city. Some people call no Fort Madison the Penn city and Mount Pleasant technically is the Iris city, but no one calls it that anymore. I have no clue. I had to look, but 
Yeah, I don't think there is one. Anyway, go ahead. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, on the, uh, uh, you know, the uh, the pioneers got the better of the Trojans on uh, on both uh, the boys and the girls side. Um, Maharishi uh, won six three on the boys side and eight one on the girls side. Um, uh, for uh, for Fairfield on the boys side, the uh, lone lone singles victory came from uh, Jace Haynes. Um, he defeated Jayada um, Wegman seven three seven four and six four. Uh, there in the number two match, and then the Trojans got a pair of victories and doubles as, um, um, oh gosh, oh, I, I lost my not, place. You lost your place. There we go. Uh, Garrett Flanagan a lot of and Hanes, or Haynes, Hanes. Hanes. <laughs> Our winners, 9-8, 12-10, and then uh, they also got a, um, a victory in the final uh, number three doubles match from uh, Ethan Cass and Ryland Anderson. Um, well, they won that match 8-6. And then on the girls' side, uh, the uh, the Trojans' one uh, win uh, came from uh, where is it? Uh, came from um, Jatika Adkiari, and then uh, gosh, I'm getting I'm getting sidetracked because on my story I have their names as last name. They just their last name. Oh yeah, name. you have to scroll up. To yeah, see. and then I have to, I have to scroll up to see band it, so. I have to so that's why it's uh, it's it's throwing me off um, there while I'm trying to read them. So. Um, where is it? Wendelin. Emma <laughs> Wendelin and Jatika Adgiari got a win in the uh, in doubles, 8-3 for the uh, Trojans. One win and that 8-1 loss against uh, Maharishi. So, uh, long story short, Maharishi playing some uh, really good tennis on both sides. Um, as I mentioned, the, the girls are undefeated. Um, the boys are sitting at 3-1. Uh, and one. Yes, and do you know who that one loss was to? Mount Pleasant. I do, because I was there uh, for a little bit. Uh, Mount Pleasant, uh, they are uh, rolling along here in boys' tennis. Uh, as I said, they beat uh, Maharishi five four. That was without um, without Jake Insminger, their number two um, player. So he's been. I feel is he like dealing with an injury or something? Because I feel like there was he was there. Was he there? He might have been vacation season, and then he was there, and then he wasn't. So I didn't know. It was. I don't know. That's a good question. I was just. I just always assume vacation during the spring. It could be. I don't know for whatever. Ellie Cook's been playing well though. But, but. Yeah, he has. Well, and Ellie Cook's been playing with um, Owen Vancicla, the number one doubles a little bit, and I think that was just. There's mixing, mixing stuff up, seeing who, uh, yeah. um, who's uh, playing better. So um, that was last week when they beat Maharishi, but this week the Mount Pleasant boys nine zero against Fort Madison. Um, Owen Vansickle, they're basically I'm just naming off their varsity roster right here to to say who won. Uh, <laughs> Owen Vansickle six one six three, Jake Insminger six two six zero. By the way, I'm going in order of the ranked matches here, so we're at number three. Elliot Cook six zero six two, Phoenix Watson six one six zero, Tim Cam a perfect six zero six zero, and then um, Fort Madison only had. Five players, so uh, Lou Schimmelfigan did not have to play. He got a 1-0 forfeit. Doubles, Van Sickle and Innsminger were playing back together um, in the number one doubles match, 6-2-6-2. Cook and Watson, 6-0-6-1 in the number two doubles match, and number three was forfeited, so a quick 9-0 win for Mount Pleasant, and they are 7-0, and a perfect 7-0, and so I need to look at their schedule, see see if there's anybody to trip them up before uh, um, before districts and, and stuff, so uh, and then on the girl side, you know, Mount Pleasant and Fort Madison have played uh, twice this year. Uh, Panthers only got one from Fort Madison last time around, but yesterday they were able to um, defeat, or they were able to uh, um, take three from Fort Madison. Still lost six to three. Fort Madison's got really good yeah, players really at the top. Good. Actually, I think uh, Molly Knipe, their number one, should be the favorite for the Commerce Championship, just off my uh, the top of my head, thinking, you know, thinking through players right now. Um, so winners were Bethany Drury and Audrey Richmond. Um, 
I was over there a little bit and got to watch uh, both those games. They won, uh, uh, Drury won 8-1, and Audrey Richmond won 8-0 at the number five and number six singles matches. And then um, Drury and Richmond also won a doubles match, 8-1. So the three matches that they did win, they won by a lot. Um, but then, funny enough, there wasn't any matches in the entirety of this, these nine. The closest uh, match was an 8-3 loss by um, Ellie Sittemyoung and Eva Rounceville in the number one doubles match. Um, 8-3 singles-wise, Sittemyoung lost 8-0. Mary-Kate Peterson lost 8-2. Victoria Smith lost 8-0. And Eva Rounceville lost 8-2. So, um, there we go. That's uh, that's uh, what I got. By the way, uh Rounceville also plays soccer for Mount Pleasant. They're playing at the, playing at the exact same location, but she couldn't, I uh, guess it's against the rules to to a run back and forth from the soccer field to the tennis meet because she was playing tennis last night. So Yeah, and just uh, you mentioned looking at Mount Pleasant's schedule. Uh, they've got Keacuck next, um, and Fairfield, then Maharishi, and then Burlington. And Maharishi is the only team that they haven't um, – you know, won all but, you know, one match, and I believe they 5-4. Oh, they swept everybody else? 5-4 with the last time they played Maharishi, and I believe, well... What about uh, Burlington? They played Burlington yet? Against Burlington, they won. I mean, like, against Burlington and Fairfield, I think it was both, they were both 8-1. And Keokuk, I believe, was a complete sweep. Yeah, Um, so so basically, yeah. So Maharishi, looking at, you know, the past matches, Maharishi is going to be their uh, kind of toughest guys. That's going to be it over at a Poonch Tennis Court, isn't it? So that's going to be at Maharishi, I think. Yes. So that'll be a, a, a tough, tough one. Place yeah. to yeah, tough place to play. Yeah, tough place to play. Mountain, they've got a, uh, uh, MP boys got a lot of depth. Yeah, they do. That's what I've noticed is that uh, no matter how close those top matches are for the Mount Pleasant boys, as you get lower, um, and they've got, you know, seven, eight kids that uh, have kind of go in and out of varsity. Yeah. So um, they got a pretty good team over there. Could be an undefeated regular season. Yeah, it could be. Much like the uh, Mount Player or the uh, Washington girls uh, golf teams. We need to have a list of undefeateds. Yeah. If we have a board, if we have a board behind it's me. Right on the wall. We'll do that during, uh, we should do that during football season maybe. Just have all of the schools undefeated. Yeah. And then whenever they lose, take we'll them strike. We have to take them off. Year. There we go. Not stri- uh, strike them off. Last year, Waco. Waco. Yeah. yeah so. Well, that, put put a pin in that. If someone's watching this and likes that idea, make sure to remind us when it actually comes time to do it. Because we won't. Yeah, because we won't, obviously, since we haven't gotten Nikki Brackett's his, uh, championship belt yet. Um, yeah, so that's so that's uh, that's pretty much all we got. You got any picks for the NBA tonight? Uh, I don't remember who's playing. Golden State? Is Golden State and Sacramento playing tonight? Uh, Our boy Keegan Murray? I think they play on... Hold on, I'll have it up in two played seconds. a couple days ago. I watched it with my right. one-year-old. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Celtics ending the series uh, over the Hawks tonight. Celtics got I'm it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, I might take a hot take. I'm gonna say Timberwolves getting another one on the Nuggets. Nice. I kind. I kind of like that pick. And then I'm gonna say Suns down in the Clippers because Kawhi Leonard's gonna be out again. Ooh, sir. Yeah. Uh, none of the three NBA games tonight. Uh, Boston's 12 and a half favorites, Denver's 10 point favorites and Phoenix is 12 and a half favorites. So no, no close games after last night. I'm kind of a, a LeBron a hater. So I'm, I'm still reeling from yesterday. A little, little tough for me to take the game last night. Stayed up. I was work. I was doing a little work and I just kind of got just, <laughs> if, if any of my stories get depressing, like halfway through you and know, like life is meaningless because I, I was watching a Lakers game and they ended up winning. I haven't uh funny story. Uh, I haven't, you know, I don't really like care about, you know, LeBron or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. hate him. Love yeah, you're whatever, too young. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, oh no. <laughs> Trust me. Until you're young to dislike him. I used to be a Derrick Rose fan in that, in that, oh. uh, three in the corner by LeBron in the Eastern Conference yeah. finals, uh, uh, still haunts me. I remember uh, that. It was game five, I think. 
Yeah. And if the Bulls would have won, they would have uh, for sure won the series because they would have went up 3-1. But I know. Derrick Rose had just had a game winner yeah, right before that, too. Yeah, and then uh, he hit that, that three in the corner to win the game, and that, that still haunts me. Not a Bulls fan, but I like Derrick Rose, and I was really hope I like Derrick Rose like was one of my favorite players back in the day. Yeah. Anyway, back in I'm the kinda, old days. what I was originally stating is that I've kind of been on like LeBron train as of late, like just playoffs, just because well, this series I should say, just because of Dylan Brooks, because he went to Oregon and then they beat uh, they've beaten Iowa. Oh, I didn't realize that. And he's just talking all kinds of crap, and I'm like, you, you Oregon duck! Like I didn't realize that <laughs> Dylan Brooks was on that Oregon team that beat Iowa. By the way, not to make excuses, this is how my my brain my brain can one. pull an excuse off. Well, I'm gonna just say he was. My brain can pull an excuse out as fast as I can, and the only reason that they won that is because they got to buy. Remember, they got to buy the first round because of the COVID. Yeah, because the team they were gonna play got got uh, COVID, so yeah. they did like literally didn't have to play a game before they played Iowa. So I can't remember sucks. if he was on that team. We were number two seed that year. He might have. Been. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say he was. Oh well, he, happy. he was a part of the Oregon program. You can count it. Also, uh, John ja, ja Morant was hanging out with uh, <laughs> with. Um, Public enemy number one to uh, me a few weeks ago, uh, Angel Reese, who beat Iowa <laughs> in, that, in that girls' basketball, that women's basketball game. John Morant. And he was hanging out with her afterwards. So I, I, then I just, I have a friend who's a big Memphis Grizzly fan, and I've already established that whenever they lose, I'm just going to like you better rip on him hardcore. Like, stop jumping, try to jump over people, or he's going to end up like. Yeah. And, like his hand is hurt. It's like, dude, you man up. LeBron. <laughs> yeah, I did actually. He got hurt. Uh, he got hurt on that one, but he's got like a what pretty much broken hand. Yeah, remember when LeBron said that one time? Yeah, and uh, but so I don't know, just figure it out anyway. That's all I got. Yeah, that's our show. That's our show. <laughs> we uh, we'll be back next week with some yeah. Drake Relays results and soccer and getting pretty close to the postseason and uh, yeah, and all sorts of fun, fun and friendliness here on Southeast Union Sports Talk. So for Hunter and Nikki Brackets, we'll, we'll see, see you, you next week. Next week.